Hello, welcome to Guide to the At Home, a Guide to the Unknown spinoff. I'm Kristen, and I don't have my beloved, stupid little brother, William, today because he's taking his parental leave. And he is doing great, by the way. The baby is amazing. He and Allie are really, really happy, and it's all good. But I do have a special guest who's going to tell us about the entertainment they've been enjoying during the quarantine. And we're just going to talk about what they're into. But if you'd like to know what I've been into, make sure you join our private Facebook group, Guides the Unknown Secret Society, where there's a weekly thread where everyone shares their current faves called the Spooky Sound Off. And I also want to mention to make sure that you're subscribed to Guides the Unknown in your podcast app if you want to catch more of these episodes, because I have a handful of other cool guests coming on. And I'm I'm just going to drop these as I do them, as they're ready. No set schedule like our regular show, which comes out every Friday. These will just kind of be pleasant surprises, so make sure you're subscribed. Okay, let's get into it, and let's welcome Liz Sauer, writer and host of the podcast and blog Ghosts in the Burbs. Uh, Subscribe to her immediately. Hello, Liz. Hello. (laughs) Thank you, Kristen, for having me. I'm psyched. Thank you. I'm so happy to have you. You are like one of my favorite favorite curators of entertainment. Like I read well, books you. that you recommend. Uh, I watch TV shows that you recommend, all of it. So I can't wait to hear about what you've been getting into during the quarantine. I was just saying to my husband this morning, telling him that we were going to talk. And I was saying how this is the podcast has just allowed me access to people that actually like the same kind of stuff. I don't know anybody who likes the same. Honestly, you know? same. Like my, you know, Will does obviously, but like my yeah. husband isn't like particularly super yeah. into this stuff. He'll, you know, if I have it on or whatever, he'll hang with it. Um, yeah. I have a couple of friends who are into it, but definitely the podcasting world has opened my yeah. eyes to other people and other like-minded tastes. It's so true. I feel like that's how I find most of the stuff now that I yeah. listen that I read, listen to, watch is just hearing about something like someone just casually dropping a comment, right? which is the best. Totally. And then I like put it in my notes app or add it to like whatever to revisit later. Yes. 100%. So tell me. Of on, um, when I thought I was stopping the podcast and decided not to, I started another website for (laughs) Just this sort of thing, like kind of like recommendations, because I used to be a librarian. So one of the things I don't do is I do not review. I kind Mm -hmm. of feel like I don't want to review anything. I'm just going to tell you if I like something sort of, do you know what I mean? Like, No, I am absolutely the same way. Like I just, it, it kind of takes some of the enjoyment out of it for me. If I know that I'm going to review something, I'm, I'm like processing, what are my thoughts really about this while I'm reading it or watching it or whatever? It just makes it less fun in a weird I way. So too. I think yeah. so too. If I don't like something, I'm not going to mention it. You know same. I, mean? I, I don't really, I don't want to get into the whole thing of it. So I'm with you. Me either. I got an email um, recently from a woman who had read or started a book that I recommended called, um, oh Lord, I'm not going to remember. It was about these like killer mermaids. Okay. Oh, I read that. It was um Into the Drowning Deep. Thank you. Into I read that because deep. of you. Yeah. <laughs> And like, I love monster horror. I just think it's really fun. And that was a scary monster and so different. Yes. Um, But she was pissed. She didn't like it. She couldn't believe that I would recommend it. She'd wasted her time on it. But she's like, and now I'm stuck reading it. And I was like, well, then get out of there. That's the thing. I was like, just as a friendly advice from an ex-librarian. 
<laughs> when you don't like a book, put it down. Yeah, just stop not reading movie, it. Turn off the podcast. Don't worry about it. This is not required. No. Like, it's not homework. You've got to stop. That is my like number one. You have to stop. It's oh, I, I am a huge stopper. If if I don't like something, I am out because like we have a limited amount of time in our lives. I'm not going to spend what's supposed to be enjoyable entertainment, like leisure time, muscling through something. I'm not going to get any points for it. Like no, who cares? Totally. It's like one of the reasons I've given up on a lot of the like popular fiction and things that'll be like mm-hmm. a lot of book club stuff. It's like, I just, that's just not for me. Like it's just not for me. So I just don't read it. And it feels me kind of too. But I just don't like it. I know. And I don't know why it is. I don't like it either. There was something I was trying to read recently that was like very much like a beloved recent, probably like book clubby book. And I was like, I want to like this, but there's just some, there's either some quality about a lot of them that I don't like, or they're missing something that I like in other stuff. I really like mysteries. I like horror. I like wondering. I like honestly, like the cheesy paperbacks that people put down where like at the end of the chapter, there's a cliffhanger that's going to take you to the next chapter. Every single chapter. Like I want a short chapter and a cliffhanger cliffhanger at every single end. Me too. It keeps me going. And like, I'm doing this to like enjoy and escape. I I don't necessarily want a real thinker. No, me neither. Not at all. I do not want any bad feelings. I nope. don't want I mean, besides fear mm-hmm. and, you know, like a little dread, a little dread. Murders fine. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. I'm not, I don't know. I don't want a love story. I don't want oh. any of that stuff. No. no, I don't want to confront anything. That's what therapy's for. So yes, exactly. it's fine. That's in, this is supposed to be an escape. This yes. Escape, it's a distraction. Totally. Um, do you know what? Do you read any Ruth Ware? Yes. Those are really good. Mm-hmm. The hanger at the end. I'm reading one by one by her right now. I have that on hold from the library. I'm okay, waiting. Good. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's totally one of her. My favorite of hers was um, the bachelorette party one. Not mine too. One. It was in a dark, dark wood. In a dark, dark wood. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was my favorite. So this kind of feels a little bit, a little bit like that one. Good. Yeah. Oh, good. I can't wait to read it. Yeah. So mysteries that definitely, and then you like. Um, cozy mysteries too. Yes, right? I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those I've gotten into. Um, have Have you read all of the Charlene Harris collection? No. Like, Should I? Yes. Okay. True Blood, the TV mm. show, was based on her Sookie Stackhouse series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the books were amazing. The first season of True Blood kind of follows it pretty closely, and then just goes off the rails. Mm-hmm. But she creates this like magical world that has a whole set of rules and different kinds of magical beings and all these stories kind of thread throughout. It's like, it's definitely on par with like how strong that like, um, Harry Potter world is. Yeah. 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 Like that you, it's so layered. Oh, awesome. Really good. And then she also has, um, for more like cozy mystery, she Mm -hmm. has Aurora tea garden and it's like, total librarian trips over a body has to solve them yep. happens over and over again it's great love it oh awesome I will definitely check out the Suki Stackhouse books those have been like Ooh. on my semi list for a long time I think I had yeah. the impression that there was a lot of romance in them well there kind of is but for some reason it didn't bother me yeah like I don't hate love <laughs> but well, it just doesn't like propel like, me reactions like interactions between whatever it's it's more like um it kind of like 
raises the stakes of everything instead of being ah. love story it's sort of like it's it's neat and there's like these revelations you can't believe like it's very good oh i'm in all right awesome because yeah. i'm i think i'm actually about to ditch a cozy mystery book that i'm currently reading i don't want to slam it publicly I will um, but i'll tell you later mysteries a lot of times <laughs> five pages then you're like and we're done you know, but that's yep. okay. It totally is. So I think yeah. I will jump over to the Charlene Harris books because that sounds yeah. like right up my alley right now. It sounds like what and the I doctor ordered. Any hold on them at the library. Like, I feel like they're always available. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like there's yes. There's a lot of copies and all that stuff. So you'll be able to get it easy. I think I have it in like my tags on Libby and I think they are available. So I'm yeah. going to jump over like today. It's fun. You'll like just burn through it. It's really oh, great. Vampires, I'm looking werewolves, fairies, like all these crazy things, but violent, like really violent. That's what I'm looking for. That yeah. sounds awesome. Yeah. So those are good. Um, Wait, really quick. You saying yeah. Aurora Tea Garden just reminded me. Have you read or watched the Agatha Raisin books slash TV it's show? It's on my list here. I, it is on my list. And I totally forgot to mention it to you. I love, love. love. Oh, everything about it. The show. Oh, I just watched it for the first time like a few days ago. Riveted. Acorn TV. Is everything. That is one of the times. Acorn TV. I feel like you just can find that, dig into a show, and it's great. And it's $5 or $6 a month? Yes, for so much stuff. Because all the um, Hercule Yes, is on there too, and that is another one of those things. It's just good background noise. Oh, you know? totally. And I haven't watched it yet, but there's a new version that I think just came out like last year. Of and then there were none. Yeah, on Acorn. It's good, and it's is it? dark. It Ugh. is real dark, and it's good. Like, That's one of my favorite good. stories ever. So I, I go back to that all the time. Me too. I like can't get enough of it. And I also can't get enough of that structure. Like I love uh, a locked room. Everybody's trapped on an island. Actually, I haven't uh, read this, but I wonder if you have. There's an author named Lucy Foley. Who, I don't know. Okay. I haven't read it. I actually have it again on hold because this is one that is not available a lot, but they're, God, what the hell is it called? Where's my phone? Well, the author's name is Lucy Foley and she has a book that definitely sounds, and then there were none inspired and it sounds really, really good. And I really want to read it. Oh God. Yeah. I love that structure too. Mm -hmm. It's the best. That also, and it has a twist ending. It's on one of my like, um, movie recommendations. Yeah. Uh, April, the 1985 version of April Fool's Day. No, I don't know about that at all. And Will, this will, it's amazing. Oh, awesome. The premise is this old group of college friends. They're like in their twenties. A friend of theirs is super rich and has decided she just inherited this big estate on an island. And so she's inviting them. Already smiling. To make it uh, (laughs) a bed and breakfast. So then one by one by one, and there's this great twist ending, but I think they remade it and it just doesn't, this is so eighties. It's so great. And like, it holds up. I watch it every once in a while. It's really good. That sounds awesome. And also it will be timely very soon. Yeah, that's so true. You could have like a little celebration with it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that sounds right up my alley. Thank you. So good. That's one of my favorite all-time movies. I feel like I watched that on HBO when I was little. It was like one of those things that you're kind of like, this is what I like. (laughs) Like, It's like, oh my God, this is it. 
this is you know? it. Yeah, it's like I shouldn't be watching this and I like it. You yeah, know? I'm scared and uncomfortable and this is yes. awesome. Yes, totally. I can't believe I haven't heard of that. Oh man, I'm going to get I into it. Believe it's not, do you know what you might recognize is the um, cover. If you look it up, you might recognize a cover from like in Blockbuster. You remember you'd see all the different oh, covers God, yeah. in the horror section that like you couldn't watch or whatever yep. like that. It was, to- it's very obvious cover. So you might, that's a good one. Oh, excellent. Um, the other one too, The Wolf of Snow Hollow. That's a new movie. Have you seen this? No, I saw you post about it, but yeah. I haven't seen it. It feels to me like an 80s movie set now. They oh, did cool. a really good job, like an 80s horror movie set now. They just do a good job of dark humor. It's pretty violent. It's What's a- it about? It's about a... Um, they're in a really snowy town. Good Lord. I don't know. They could be in Colorado. I'm not sure. I don't know whether <laughs> they're somewhere. And it's about the sheriff who's investigating these really brutal murders. And he is like just a mess. And he's very funny. He's just like a um, nerve end. He's very rageful. Yeah. So he's funny. And um, it's just an investigation of these. They think it's a werewolf. So oh, it's awesome. really, really good. That's fun. Where is that? Is it on Amazon or something? I found that one on Amazon, but I bet you can probably find it elsewhere now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that one, I really like that movie. Oh, sweet. I was thinking about all the old ones. I feel like I've been going through like old movies that I liked. Like, well, it's like comforting. Movies. They are comforting. And you're just kind of, again, like you know what to expect. And it's yep. a little, and there's so few movies now that do that kind of like dark comedy with a little bit of horror that I feel like in the eighties, nineties was done so well. Absolutely. um, I'm so with you. Yeah. Like remember, this wasn't very spooky, but remember hello again with, um, uh, who was the one? Oh, wait a second. Wait, I think I'm thinking of the wrong thing. I was thinking of this movie with Kristen Wiig that I can't remember what it's called. No, but, no. Um, um, this is like old and it's just basically like this woman dies and then her sister brings her back to life. Oh, I don't know that actually. It's like really good and it's just kind of silly but spooky. And then High Spirits with Steve Gutenberg. Do you remember that one? I no. Think- yes. It's so good. Like explored the Goots canon as much as I could. Oh my gosh! This, like I'm aware this, of him. Yeah, I I need yeah. to really get into his over. This is like um, uh, like haunted castle, haunted Irish castle. Oh of. my god! Yeah, really good, really s- silly, funny. Um, I'm gonna nerd. listen back to this episode and like take notes. <laughs> These are Even just good, like put them on in the afternoon when you're having lunch movies. Oh yeah. You know, like watch half an hour of it and then totally. Like, really good. Then um The Burbs is just my all-time favorite movie. That is just with my all-time favorite movie ever. Ever. I've only seen it once, which I know is cuckoo, and I did really like it. My friends give me a lot of understandable and deserved crap because there are a <laughs> lot of like classic movies I haven't seen, but I have yeah. seen like Batman 80 times. Yeah. And the Burbs was no, no. one of those. And so yeah. we watched it and I was like, I do get it. This is a very good movie. That's what's hard too. It's like sometimes like these are like the comfort movies that like if yeah. you didn't necessarily get way into them then you might be like, oh, that's funny, you know, but. That has yeah. happened before, but with the Burbs, I was like, I do get this. This is a good movie. I'm yeah. in. They, they have showed me other things where I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> I know, honestly, no. 
No, no, no. Like the Goonies. I, I, I get it, yeah. but I did not really watch that when I was a kid. So coming to it as an adult, I was like, no, simply I, no. No, I watched that obsessively as a kid. Yeah. And now I was talking to my sister about this. Like, I can't show that to the girls. Like, no. they, it's, you know, there's a lot of Asian jokes that are really rude. They're like flat out racist towards, I think Data is their friend. Yeah. Like mentally ill, just yes. like a man locked, chained in the basement. It's, it's like an it's insane. That's like I don't think that we should be <laughs> perpetuating this. This is if not you know good. I mean? Like no, absolutely. So it's like you see it through these eyes now, like twenty twenty eyes, twenty twenty one. You're like, oh, okay, <laughs> not good. yeah, not good. But it had its place in time. Absolutely, it had its moment. It's it its purpose. Its it had its moment. I'm trying to think, I got recently, did you watch The Walking Dead? No. Yeah, I avoided it for so long and my sister convinced me to watch it and I lost like five days to it. I just really? couldn't stop. Yeah. like there My was husband was really into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was a good little binge, I think. Yeah. You know what, Liz? Have you watched, it's not like The Walking Dead, but I was just thinking of something that like is easy and bingy that I'm doing a rewatch of, like a comfort rewatch. Wow. Have you watched Pretty Little Liars? No. Okay. Never. Okay. I would never, that would never like be something that I'd put on. Right. I was too old for it, even when it was on TV. So okay. it's like, I, I'm not surprised that anybody who's like my contemporary didn't watch it. It's okay. on HBO Max now. Okay. And there are like, I don't remember how many seasons, a whole bunch of seasons. It is a like teen girl who done it, but it's like snappy and kind of clever and often totally bonkers. Like it doesn't make any sense, oh, but it is so much fun. like somebody goes to the dentist and the bad guy hides a clue in their tooth it's <laughs> excellent and i just rewatched the pilot of it like a few days ago and i was like i think like not that i'm a tv writer or anything so it's like it doesn't have that much weight but i was like i feel like this might be like a perfect pilot it sets up everything like you really get a sense of who each of the characters are it ends on a cliffhanger i was like this is one hell of a show Love it. I'm going to check it out. Oh, I think you should. Okay. It's it's really good. It's totally goofy and ridiculous. Like there are some things that are so out there and they sometimes (laughs) drop plot threads that are not super important, but because they realize midway through that this is like, (laughs) but it's so enjoyable. Oh, I I would say it's like cozy-esque actually. Okay. Okay. That I would never have thought so. I know it's like, co- cause I it's did. for teenagers. So it never gets like yeah. super duper duper dark. Like it's, it has yeah. enough of a bounce to it, but also so much mystery, the intrigue off the charts. Okay. I think you I'm would like it. it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going for it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Cause I need a show like that. Like I, um, did you watch Search Party? I think there's a new yes. season out. Yeah. How are you watching the new season? I finished it. Okay. How was the new season? What did you I, Okay. So in the beginning of the new season, I was not loving it. There are things okay. about it that are great, but then there were things about where I was like, this feels kind of off. They spent a lot of time in this new season 
on, at least in the beginning, it ends up kind of coming together on like individual character stories where you're kind of like following Elliot without the rest of them, or you're kind of following Drew without the rest of them. And I wasn't super into that. But then once they all came together, I was like, this, this feels better. Okay. Okay. I'm going to watch it. I, I, yeah. it's like on my list, but I keep forgetting to do it because then you get pulled into something else. Oh, totally. And I feel like even though it's fun, it does feel like a show that you have to pay attention to kind of. Yeah, so it's easy for me at least to put off those kinds of shows in favor of something that I don't have to use too much brain power for. Yeah, totally. I know. And so, so I totally get that. I end up putting on like dead files for the hundredth time. Yeah, exactly. It's because so much easier. I have it and I know exactly. Yeah. You get the beats of it and everything. Okay, speaking of the dead files, have you been digging into Discovery Pluses? Everything. Oh my god! My favorite. I can't believe it. It's It's incredible. Did you watch the Nostradamus End of Days? No. Oh my god, you're gonna love it. You know what I've been watching? I haven't watched as much of the paranormal stuff on it because I've been enjoying the throwback true crime stuff, like um. Yeah. What's it called? Who the bleep did I marry? <laughs> I have to like very carefully space because that stuff will freak me out. Me too. Me too. So but they're like, okay. Yes. There's a quality to, I feel like, and it's not even old, old, but like slightly older true crime that is the kind of true crime that I got into when I was more into it, where like yeah. there are, re- I, I like a reenactment. I would yeah, like a reenactment, too. please. I do too. I do mm-hmm. too. It feels safe. I feel like you feel yeah. safe in a reenactment. Whereas sometimes if it's just the people, like it just gets intense. If it's, yes. Yes. Did you it's, watch the Night Soccer one on there? No. No. I started it. My sister can handle much more than I can. She's the only other person that I talk to about this kind of like genre yeah. or whatever. But she can handle much more than I can for the true crime stuff. And yep. that was like, I just was like, I don't think I can do this. You know? I, I, I same. I, I didn't even start it because I heard people being like, it's so good. It's so gnarly. It's so upsetting. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm good. I got put off of true crime a little bit after I, li- I mean, I obviously still dabble because I'm talking about the stuff that I watch on right, Discovery Plus. Right. But did you listen to that podcast from, I guess it was probably a couple of years ago called Cold about Susan Powell, who, um, it was a, it was I a, what it is, what, what, so, it was this mother who disappeared, who lived in, I think, Utah, if I remember correctly. Okay. And, oh, it's horrible. And it, we don't know for sure, but, like, her husband definitely killed her. And they were on to him. And then, ugh, he oh, blew up no, his house. Oh, no, he blew up the house yeah. of the Steeler Boys. I yes. did watch that. And that put me off, too. It was so. I, like, that out. I totally forgot about that. Oh, it's my God. It's so that, upsetting. Um, with a social worker right outside. Yep. Yeah, right. It's so upsetting. And also in the podcast cold, they go into that dude's father a lot who was like, do you remember he was obsessed with her? He was obsessed with her and taking pictures and doing all that Mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. And it made me feel horrible. Yeah. That was a real, like, this is, it's just too dark. It's totally, it made me like people. People have secrets that we don't know about that are extremely screwed up and like the world and humanity is terrifying and it like put me in a funk. 
Yeah, absolutely. This is reminding me of that one story too. Um, Shanann Watts. Oh my God. I know. I watched that. I I did watch it. And it was Mm -hmm. just, I was like, I should not have, I should not have watched this. You know, yeah, like, a similar I, kind of feeling where it's just like this person's interior life is so horrifying. And he just, you would, you would never, you just wouldn't see it coming. Right. It's so frightening about it. It's like, it was mm-hmm. one of those things. I was kind of like equated to why I don't, nest, I don't usually like zombie stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't like when people are acting not like themselves, so not like a human, like so out of bounds, not like he reacted in rage or he, re- or she like flew off the handle and did something. It's just like, that was just it. You just did it. It's just on, I feel the same way. I also, and I know Will and I have talked about this. We both of us don't like it in horror when somebody has something like neurologically wrong with them that makes them act the way that they wouldn't or something like they've just been kind of replaced uh, in some way. Yeah, I find it yeah. so disturbing. Me too. I and do a, too. And like not in like the fun way. I'm like, like I feel itchy. And no, so I exactly. feel like some true crime has that to it where it's just it like, does. what is this person? Like people yeah. operate this way. Did You know, I didn't watch it, but did you watch the Netflix Cecil hotel thing? Yeah. You did watch it. How yeah, was it? I did. It was amazing. They did an amazing job. They like, uh-huh. they end it on a really, like you really, by the end are like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. You know, what I mean? like they go through all the theories and the, how this could be and how that could be. And then in the very end, you're like, oh, got it. You know, <sighs> was it t- I- really, I mean, that was one of the freakiest. I know. Yes. And the problem though, too, is like, it has that piece of like someone not acting like themselves. Right. Which is right. really, really scary. It is. It's terrifying. And I, it, like, I haven't looked into, I, I just wonder what her family thinks about, like, the renewed interest. Did they participate? That documentary, they mm-hmm. did participate in it. Oh, they did? All right. I'm kind of glad to hear that. Because a lot of the information was from them. Oh, okay. All right. And, um... Because I know, I don't think that the police were releasing a lot. So I think they must have got it directly from them. Mm-hmm. But um, I think her family, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it just fell out of my head. I'm like, huh. I'm like picturing the water tower. It just like filled my head. That was disturbing. That was a really disturbing thing. Yeah. But, oh, I know what it is. They also go into the history that was, it was really good. I would watch it. I, it's okay. not like a Richard Ramirez where you're like, that is a monster walking around right. chaos. Like that is like a chaotic being that's yes. just like pop off at any moment. Yes. Or anything like that. But the thing that was really interesting is like um, how that hotel branded itself as two different hotels, which I had never heard in all the stuff that I've heard about this. It's got the Cecil portion of it. And then it branded a whole new thing for like backpackers and international travelers called like some different name. I can't remember what. Not affiliated with the Cecil at all. Not explaining that you're like in the middle of a very dangerous portion of. Oh my God. Where um, like the, they interviewed a lot of police. They were like, we get called, like women go missing. Women get killed every day here. We get called to the Cecil hotel sometimes four times a day. That's how violent and dangerous it is there. And they're like branding it as this, like they even made a new lobby where you go in and it's very pretty. So you feel like you're cared for there. Like you will be safe there and you're not. 
because part of it is um, residential, like the uh-huh. first floor of the residential. Then you've got the floors where it's this new hotel. And then the upper, upper floors are all like rent by the night, which are very, there's a lot of just crime in those hotel and those parts of the hotel. But all of those areas share a ho- share a um, elevator. Oh my God. Yeah. So that's why it's like, ugh. so who it's very creepy. That so is that crazy. Is like this is so wrong, you know, like that's horrible. Wrong. Yeah. Because internationally, like if you were here, you'd think like, oh yeah, probably not. You know, like totally. probably, if I were going to go traveling around by myself, I probably wouldn't want to go there. You know? Right. Right. But if they brand it in a way that yeah. you wouldn't know better, especially if you're, you're right. Like if you're international and you haven't heard legends about this stuff, or you don't know that there are areas of LA that are super dangerous, yes. you just end up in a really precarious situation. Especially, and It's, it's set like, up for you to do that. Yes. Basically it feels like, I think at one point they said it, it was like a trap. Like it was set. Yeah, it's it like was a trap. A trap. Someone exactly like her, like just exactly like her. Oh, that's horrible. Adventure, looking for whatever, but then like surprise, you're yeah, scary situation. So I cannot recommend. I would definitely recommend it. All right, you know you're gonna burn through the three episodes of it. All right, I'll I'll watch that for sure. (laughs) Did you watch the Ghost Adventure Cecil Hotel? I started to, and then I think I just was doing something else, and I like didn't finish it. Everybody did start to. It's these weird crossovers that keep on happening because they are all about Ramirez and Elisa Lam in that. I know. So I saw the Richard Ramirez stuff and a little bit of the Elisa Lam. But I know it's so strange when things like start to just, it's like everybody had the same idea at the same time or something. It's always been interesting, that hotel. And Elisa Lam's death happened a few years ago. Like why the all of a sudden interest? Yeah. Like such deep dives into it too. I know. Right. How was it? The oh, Ghost good. Adventures thing. Yeah. I mean, how, good. how could it not be? The second half of it was really good. They do kind of more history and tell about all the horrible things that have happened at the hotel. And you do kind of wonder like, this is a little bit too much. Like how, <laughs> just too much. But I heard too, that it has been, I think it might've been in the documentary. It's been sold. So now it's just going to be residences. Like it's just going to be. Um, oh, uh, which it's like, oh, you guys, it's guys, haunted. Like, what would you be thinking? I Seriously. just, you gotta admit, there's too much, too many bad things have happened there. Oh yeah, that's wild. Yeah, what, oh man, I mean, too spooky. God, I, not for me. No, me. <laughs> me. You guys, have you ever stayed any place? You've gone, you've done the Ouija board. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did the Ouija board. We did an Estes method session. Um, right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How was it? I've heard you talk about it, but I haven't listened to it. It was on, it's on Patreon. Um, okay. It, okay. I would say it was not fruitful, but it was okay. fun. Okay. All right. The, the only thing that happened, and I think it was just, it, it was a single thing. And I think it was a fluke is that when I had like the cans on and yeah. the mask and everything, and William was asking questions, yeah. the last question, he said something like, is there anything else you want us to know? And I went, nope, like that. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> but besides that, I think it was all just kind of being like, who is here with us? And then one of us going bowl. 
or, you know, like whatever, oh, like not matching, yeah, but totally not. Okay. I actually, I want to do it again though. I want to do it on like live stream and I'll just have myself and have like people watching, ask questions and see what happens That's and just set like a timer for five minutes on my watch or something. That's a really good idea. Yeah. I think I it'd be fun. Do it someplace like spooky. You know I, I know. Mean? And then maybe, but the whole thing that like, I just so desperately want the stuff to be real. So Me then too. I get like hesitant to do anything to push any further. Cause I don't want to prove that it's not. I know. So <laughs> you have know you, I, mean? like, I, just, I need it to be real. <laughs> I, have you had anything happen weird or have you stayed anywhere, you know, freaky or anything? Um, we, we stayed at one house in Nantucket once and, <laughs> um, everybody was upstairs and I was in the basement doing laundry and like, I saw, like, I thought it was my brother-in-law. I thought he was pulling the bathroom door closed. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. You know, yeah, like whatever. I can't come out of the laundry area. And then I see the door closed with someone pull their arm. And then I go upstairs and he's sitting up there, like reading to my nephew. So I went in the family room, like, well, maybe it's my father-in-law. Maybe it's Chris, but everybody's upstairs. So I am like the first one to be like, 911. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I like grabbed the phone and they, my father-in-law and Chris went downstairs to check. They're like, no one's here. So I don't weird. know. Weird. And I'm you had, sure I saw it, but I don't know. You had that on the show, right? Did you kind of work that into a that. story? Yeah. Yes. That's like the only, and then one time when I was younger, I was watching all these like scary, some scary show that was on like probably true haunting something. Mm-hmm. And I went up to my bedroom and had to cross it to turn my light on. My sister says she came up behind me, but like I turned around, I think I hallucinated because of like fear. And I saw <laughs> the horrible, like terrifying woman in a big dress, taller than me, like bearing down on me. And I just, what? my sister is like, it's me. I'm here. I'm here. It's just me. So I don't know. I think I got so scared that I like saw something that wasn't there. Oh my God. That's really, really frightening. Like I, I couldn't stop screaming. She dragged me in the hall and my dad had to come up and grab me by the shoulders and like, give me a little shake. Like what happened? They said they thought I found my sister dead. It was like that. It's like terrifying screams. Oh my God. How old were you? I think I was probably like between like eight and 10, probably. I'm mm-hmm. not exactly sure. Like around, you know. Yeah. A kid. Yeah. So then oh I my God. Wonder, like, um, I think like, what if that like shut off my ability to see anything? Cause it was just like too much. And my brain's like, we're not doing this. You know we're going to protect you. And so <laughs> yeah. we're just going to like shut it down. <laughs> yeah. Cause what about you? Is there anything that you would think? No. The the only thing, and I've talked about it on the show before, you like I feel like you guys were just talking about this. Like Will heard the breath. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Will heard like breath in his ear. And I went to like I did a walk-in tarot card reading. And yes. during it, yeah, the lady said, Um, who's Richard Robert? And our dad's name was Richard Robert yeah. Rogers. And I was like, Bleh. I that's crazy. That's it, like inexplainable. I feel the same way. I that's I, it's like undeniable because there's, I seriously walked in off the street. It wasn't even supposed yeah. to be like a mediumship reading or anything. It was like, she was reading like animal spirit cards and it was like not really going well. I was like, all right. I mean, it's 15 minute reading. I'll yeah, be out of here in a minute. It's not a big deal. Whatever. Yeah. And then she just said it out of nowhere. It was so surreal. It was so crazy because that's amazing. It was incredible. So how does that happen? So like, the, and then she went right back to saying things that were not accurate. Like she said, um, after that, she was like, oh, 
So she said, who's Richard Robert? And I was like, oh my God, like my dad's name is Richard Robert Rogers. And then she was like, oh, I see him on like a golf course. And I was like, okay, so now you're guessing. Yeah. Hard no. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So what I've wondered before is if like, I don't know if it's absolute or if it's for some people that being able to maybe like pick up on messages from the other side or whatever is almost like tuning a radio and maybe they tune into a clear station for a second and maybe it gets fuzzy again. And maybe for that one second, she heard Richard Robert and then it got fuzzy again. And then she started grasping at straws or something. Isn't that crazy? It's insane. It was the wildest thing. And it's so cool. So like whenever I get like, cause I, I want this stuff to be true so badly. And I guess at my core, I do believe it's true, but I do believe a lot of it isn't like, I do think that it's true, but then there's also a lot of stuff where it's people BSing or yep, totally. you know, whatever. But then I think about that and I'm just like, there's no way that was there's so no close. way that would come out of like, she's not just making that up. Yeah. No. And what are the, ch- like both names, my dad is dead. Like, how could you figure this out? That's not even one of those, like I'm getting an R. No. You know, then you're kind of like, okay, I guess. You know, right? It, that would still be good, but I'll take it. Specific. It was just right to the point. She just all of a sudden she's like looking at cards and talking about my career, and then she just all of a sudden goes, "Who's Richard Robert?" And I was like, "Excuse me." That's it, freaky. It was awesome. Also That's freaky crazy. is that that woman was the daughter of the woman who played Mrs. Voorhees in Friday the Thirteenth. Shut up. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, that lady's name, like the actress's name is Betsy Palmer. Okay. I can't remember what the woman's name was, but she like, it came, I bet she tells everybody. I was about to say it came up somehow. Yeah. I'm sure she works in all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I sure. think I would. I would too. I think she was like, do you <laughs> like horror mom? movies? Yeah. <laughs> and I was, I was like, yeah, I do. And she was like, do you like Friday the 13th? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, my mom played Mrs. Voorhees. I was like, that's amazing. And this lady went to horror conventions with like a stack of signed things of her mom's to sell to people. And she gave me this like print off that she had that was like, we have it at Will's house. I remember I brought it over and I talked about it on the show like early, early on, but yeah. it was like, I think it was pictures of her in the movie and then like a photocopy of, I think like her diary, like her mom's diary being like, did a sh- did the shoot today, whatever. That is very cool. <laughs> That's so weird. weird. All around. I left there like I with know. whiplash. Like, like so much to process. <laughs> yeah, Richard Robert and this is Mrs. Voorhees' daughter. Like, it was That's amazing. Like then how can you say that there isn't a possible... That's the thing. I feel like I do believe in it. And I do know there's some people that are just like playing around. Yeah. But... I don't know, but never, I don't know the EVP thing, the like stuff that you see, it's like, I don't know. There's a lot that can be counted out because it's just like too reachy, but I I think it would be super, like it makes perfect sense. Sure. We can't hear him that goes on the thing or whatever, but then it's like, can you ever really get besides on those shows and stuff? Are you ever really getting an EVP? You know, probably not, you know, totally. But maybe that's the thing. Like maybe, maybe those. I hope so, 
I know. Maybe, maybe those are reach. Open to it, and those like so. Then they come to them. Where that's you know. the thing, and so it it's so crazy because it's so easy to see it from both sides, and like kind yeah. of frustrating to me because of that. Because you could say, well, those people are like noticing that stuff because they're looking for it and they're obsessed with it. And like, sure, I get that. But also maybe they are receiving it because they're open to it. And people who are closed off aren't going to pick up on it. And if you noticed it, like, I just don't notice it. Right. But if you noticed, you'd be super into it. You'd be like, whoa, I want to know all about this that I can. Absolutely. I just don't think we're ever, do you think we're ever going to know for sure? I don't don't think so either. I don't know how we could. I feel like, cause it's the kind of thing it would be so personal. It's like, unless mm-hmm. I see it, I mean, I would trust someone else that I knew would have it happen to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So no, I, I completely know. Personal. Yeah, yeah. Like even if you trust the person, it's still, there's always going to be that like little sliver of doubt where it's like, well, but yeah. I mean, maybe X, Y, Z. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like it has to happen to you in order to be like, I know this thing, you oh. know, would you want to? No. Like, would you want to see like that Amy Allen? Would you want her abilities from dead files? God, no, it seems. I don't think I would either. No, I wouldn't. I I, maybe a little, maybe a little blip in and out every once in a blue or something, or a little bit more controllable, but like that seems horrifying and also very distracting. I don't have the focus to be like talking to like put in my order at Starbucks if I see that there's yeah. also like a dead person behind the barista. Right. Exactly. Like, and my and life would also, devolve into chaos. Yeah. And like, what state are you seeing them? in? And what are yeah. they? That's the thing, like to be so frightened. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can handle, I could not handle that. Hearing things maybe like, I yeah. like, that like that would be like, okay, you know, not great, but Okay. Right, but I can filter it a little bit more. You're yeah. right. The visual of it all is distracting and also scary. Yeah, really frightening. You like, like can't close I, your eyes from it. Yeah, totally. That would be so creepy. Creepy. Definitely. But like little whispers like Liz of Ghosts in the Burbs, although you yeah, can see them now. Like, yeah, but before I was like, this wouldn't be so bad if you're just hearing voices and like yeah. that's not great. But you it would not so like jarring offering yeah like what else could you do then how could you go through your day you could just never function I feel like but I guess maybe the certainty of knowing what's out there and that would be kind of a little bit of a trade-off yeah maybe like a day if if we're wishing things and doing hypotheticals maybe if I could see everything for like a day and then I know that I can put this away and then you just know, like, okay, yeah, this is mm-hmm. interesting and it is real, or this part is and this part isn't. You know? yeah, 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 absolutely. I kind of love the idea that, like, there are things around us all the time that we can't see. Me too. I love that idea too. That's it's, like, like, it's so fun. It's spooky and fun and weird. I don't know. Everything's so mundane, especially, especially lately. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Everything's like, so same, same for a lot of us that it's fun to think about like, well, what if X, Y, Z? I know. I know. It's true. It's awesome. Like um, that on discovery plus, you got to get into the paranormal tab because yeah. um, (laughs) uh, Well, one thing, do you watch ghost brothers? I've seen like one or two episodes of it. I I, I, I dipped into it after they did that like haunted Salem live thing a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do like it. 
they're fun. And they have a new show with Jack Osborne where they share. Like, oh yeah. Internet, and it's pretty entertaining. It's Oh, good, that sounds good. Know? But the Nostradamus end of days is, so I do not usually like that stuff. Like Nostradamus stuff. Yeah. In a really good, scary, like I fully was like filling up my Amazon cart with like, <laughs> you know, solar panels, whatever. Like, <laughs> And you're inclined toward that anyway, right? Yeah, so like it fully triggered that, which I just like, I think that's fun. Like yeah. I like that kind of stuff. I feel like I got all turned around at the beginning of COVID because I was like prepping and I'm like, wait, no, I don't need to prep for that. Like I don't need like pocket knives for COVID, <laughs> you know? <laughs> tell you i am jumping the car and running straight for you when the shit goes down <laughs> we're set i'm set we're good to go we have the straws you can like drink out of a dirty puddle we'll be good that and uh, walking dead has definitely like triggered that too like oh my god oh i could see that nothing you know that for sure for sure. Oh God, we have to use, I think they say that we'll be using like Starbucks via um, pods oh, yeah. as currency. Yeah. As currency, of course. <laughs> you got to stack up on them. Have you watched any, so something, okay, I was saying that my husband isn't like super duper into spooky stuff, and he's not, yeah. but he has gotten very into watching the History Channel, and that is okay. not as wholesome as it sounds. The History yeah. Channel is basically all weird, like, mysteries and conspiracy theories and stuff like that. Not like really yeah. scary conspiracy theories like we think of yeah. them in 2021, but it'll be like Nostradamus stuff or so yeah. he is watching that like all the time lately <laughs> and um there's definitely some like end of days prepper stuff that is worming its way I in. love it I, just, I kind of love it too when he has it on I'm always pleasantly surprised to see that like yeah. Ryan is like playing switch while he's watching something about like the Freemasons I'm know. like see you are into this a little see, bit fun like yeah it's just fun you it's get it fun. <laughs> you yeah. were saying before I recorded that you have gotten into like a new genre of scary oh, yeah. show yeah so it's kind of like it's not necessarily so new but I think because yeah. of COVID they're not able to like it's kind of like how um those ancient aliens used to do. They'd have like talking heads kind of, and then cut to the whatever. So they have that now. And that's sort of how that Nostradamus thing is. It's like, I am so with you on that. Yes. And they're like in these people's houses. So like psychic medium chip coffee, of yep. course, oh. you know, makes an appearance. And Rosemary Ellen Guiley, I think is one of them. She's also a, she's like a psychic. She's like, I bet I recognize her face or something. <laughs> she, um, but there's like a bunch of those. So it's like paranormal caught on camera, this Nostradamus. Mm -hmm. There's a whole bunch of these sort of like, almost like commentary shows about it. Yeah. Like I Best Week. Remember that show, um, Best Week Ever on VH1, or they had like, I love the 80s and I love the 90s and I stuff. I know the names, but I didn't watch any of them. I think it's that kind of thing, though, where it's like they throw yeah. to a person who like is making comments about it, talking head style, and then yeah. they kind of go to like a clip package about the thing. Yes, that's exactly it. And it's fun. There's a ton of them now and all the paranormal stuff. Oh, Lots I find it very ones. like yeah. comfortable and comforting. I really like that yeah. format. Me too. I really like it too. 
Oh, I'm in. You know what? There's a podcast that I haven't listened to yet, but I think it's called the Battersea Poltergeist. Mm. That's from, I think it's from like the BBC or something like that. And um, apparently it has kind of that format, but in podcast form. So it'll be people talking about a thing and then they throw to like an audio reenactment of something. Oh, I love it. I know. Doesn't that sound good? Yes. I'm going to look that up. Yeah, people were talking about it in like um, the Discord we have for Patreon, and a bunch of people watched it and, or excuse me, listened to it, and they said it was really good. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, all right. I I, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I could go on and on and on and on and on and on. Oh, if you have more, all I was about to say no. is like, is there anything else that you've been into? I I'll keep going. Um, no, I mean, that's pretty much it. I got real into alien stuff for a little bit. That was kind of a quarantine thing. Oh, that's right. You became a member of MUFON. Yes. Yeah. How's that going? What (laughs) does it, I get like a, um, I got a hat and I got a little card that I'm a card carrying member, but every month there's a little magazine and that's pretty cool. And then they have a whole archive that I haven't gone through yet that like, uh, you know, their meetings and their whatever. So I want to do that and get really into it. That's awesome. You know, yeah. I really was not interested in alien stuff for a really yeah. long time. And then I think because of the podcast, like a couple of topics came up where I dug into it and I've gotten more and more interested in it over time. Same. Like I think it's interesting. Like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Now I like it. I really like it. Yeah. Um, just because it's another, you know, you it's can another kind of, mystery like, of whatever. Yeah. Totally. So do you think that there is extraterrestrial life out there? I do. I do too. I feel like, I feel like, yes, for sure. And I don't think that they're bad or trying to kill us all. I don't either. I I feel the same way. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it doesn't seem that weird to me. Like I understand not believing in ghosts or whatever, but like, I don't know. It doesn't seem that far-fetched to me. No, it just doesn't, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like we don't know how all that stuff works. I have, look, I have no clue. I have no idea. And I would not be surprised if like there are governments that know about it, but they don't want us to flip out or something. So so rather than being like, well, we would have found it already. I think it's not impossible. I don't know for sure. I think it's not impossible that we kind of have or have more of an inkling than we know about. They're slowly trickling out all like slowly releasing those videos of air pilots find like seeing stuff and video of it so I feel like they definitely have seen yeah so I I think I think there's something afoot yeah me too yeah but that's the last (laughs) thing that I have is aliens (laughs) well for now because I feel like we should just like dig in I know and with all of this like I'm totally stuck I don't know what to write about for the next ghost and burbs but something will come up it and always like, oh, does. True. Something will come up. There'll be some weird thing that I'll be like, oh, okay, that's a fun monster. Isn't you know? it crazy? I feel yeah. like you would think that there would be kind of a cap to this sort of stuff. Like we've yeah. done, um, what we, I guess we've done like 171 no, episodes. Yes, right. And we and still so- have, and and half of those were two topics per episode. We used to do two per episode. We still have like a giant list of stuff to dig into. There's just like limitless. 
I it's know. never yeah. ending. P- people notice weird stuff and they infer stuff into it that might not even be there, but who cares? It's fun to talk about and dig into. Right, right, right. Like, right. Yeah. So I'm sure it's the same for Ghosts in the Burbs. Like there's just yeah. always something. There's always something spooky. Exactly. Or some other little angle on something that you're like, huh, that's Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Um, do you follow on Instagram? Um, it's an artist whose name is Brett Manning. I don't know. I don't think so. Why does that sound so you we share stuff from her like on social media sometimes? Okay. I bet she would be first of all, just like a fun, interesting follow for you. Um, for everybody really, but I have found out about a lot of like creatures and things that I didn't know about through her because she does a lot of art. Like right now she is in the midst of, she put together this challenge called Fabuary, like the Fae fairies and like has having people do all these different like drawings of different kinds of Fae. And they're just like creatures I've never heard of before that she'll post about. And I'm like, that is so interesting. Oh, I'm going to follow her. That's my favorite thing is monsters. Yeah, I, I love, love them. monster horror. It's my I, favorite. It's so great. And I'm very into like fairy kind of stuff. Yeah. And just all the different kinds that there are with their own sorts of like personalities and like quirks and everything. It's just, yeah, you can like, you can go... Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Um, passports to, I think it's like... Magonia? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that's the one. And it has tons of fairy stories in there. Yeah. Com- like with alien stuff in mm-hmm. it, too, I think. Yeah. Like yep. how maybe they're sort of whatever. But yes. freaky stories. Oh, totally. And it's so crazy how you can think that something is niche and then it gets broken down even further. Because you would think like, okay, fairies are a category of whatever. But then there's this kind of fairy and this kind of fairy. And they all have different like, you know, factors to them or whatever. Yeah. It just keeps going. You've got to read the Sookie Stackhouse. The fairies in there are evil. Oh, excellent. Yeah, I'm li- I'm liking a scary fairy recently. Yeah. I think it's, well, I don't know. There's, I don't know. She's part fairy. There's something bad, bad, bad stuff with those. So really good. All right, I'm into it. Yeah. All right, well, let's leave it there. Right. I got to go because I got to go read Suki Stackhouse. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lame transition, but you know. Right now, I have to watch Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> That's going to be my Report thing. back. I find I it so fun i think you'll really like okay, it on site there's so many twists it is so ridiculous it's like it's probably one of my favorite shows it's the best Excellent. okay i'm sorry yeah. thank you so much liz this was awesome we should do this again because we will both watch and read and do other things uh, absolutely it just keeps coming i know <laughs> keep finding more and more and more so i would love to Thank you for having me to do this. This is really fun. Thank you. It was super fun. And everybody, make sure that you subscribe to Ghosts in the Burbs on whatever your podcast app is. It's a, How would you describe it? How do you describe it to people? Um, it is about the people of Wellesley, Massachusetts, where I live, and the ghosts and monsters who haunt them. So it's a bunch of interviews. I mean, who wouldn't want... It's so good. It's one of my favorite favorite podcast ever. I've re-listened to it. Is it the Pretty Little Liars of podcasts? (laughs) They have like nothing in common except for that I re-listened. But but it's so, so, I love it so much, Liz. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. All right. Well, I, you know what? I don't have an outro for this because it's just, you know, that, that's it, everybody. (laughs) See see you around. Bye-bye now. See you later.